0: Welcome to the Antioch Sheffield podcast. We are so glad that you can join us for today's message. For more information about Antioch Sheffield, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk. One of our favorite family activities is to go for walks in the woods near our home, Uh, especially during lockdown, you know, where we could only get out of the house once a day. That was the activity uh, many days that we all looked forward to. Um, Now, walks, I should say, for me and Lauren at least, uh, usually involves us chasing after our youngest son, uh, trying to keep him from imminent death because he has yet to develop much of a fear of anything. Um, But when we're not chasing after our son, um, one of the things I love to look at, I often find myself just just gaping at the trees that we're surrounded by, at how huge they are. I mean many of these trees are, are, are at least over 100 feet, probably many of them 150 feet tall. And, and I always find myself kind of mesmerized by these enormous uh, organisms that, that just are so impressive in their structure. And, and as I've studied trees a little bit, I, I've become even more impressed by them, not just by what's happening above the ground, but by what's happening underneath the ground. I think you know the 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 roots of a tree are are also really fascinating and that's actually what i want to talk to you about today is the roots of trees because we can learn a lot about how to walk with god from some of the uh, from some of the things that 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 are inherent in root systems of trees the bible often uses roots as an analogy for drawing our nourishment and our and our support and our Uh, foundation from God and one of my favorite examples from this comes in the book of Colossians chapter 2 and and the Apostle Paul is writing to first century Christians who are living in modern-day Turkey and he says this in verses 6 and 7 he says and now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord you must continue to follow him let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Paul is making this analogy that we're, that we're like trees and that Jesus is like the soil that we sink our roots down into. It's a really interesting way of thinking about it. But what does he mean by that? How do we put our roots down into Jesus? Well, I think it's to, in order to understand that concept, it's helpful to understand some things about roots. And to to get into that today, I want to look at three different types of trees and their root systems, because there's some really interesting details about it that help us understand, I think, what Paul is getting at in this passage. And the first tree I want to talk about is called, is a tree that you probably haven't heard of. It's called the warka tree. And the worka tree actually grows in Ethiopia and and I first encountered it when uh, Lauren and I, when we used to live in Africa, we took a holiday in Ethiopia and we went to the highlands of Ethiopia and one day we, we went out for a hike and as we're hiking through the countryside, we came over the brow of this hill and I saw the most enormous tree I have ever seen in my entire life. And uh, as we got closer and closer, I just was in awe of this huge canopy of leaves and branches. And, and we got up close to it, and there were some children around there uh, playing on the branches. And, and, and as we you know, got up there, I would estimate that the diameter of the trunk was probably 60 feet. I didn't have a measuring tape, so I might be off there, but, but it was an enormous tree. And uh, the warka tree is actually a type of fig tree, and it's somewhat common to that part of Africa. But what's interesting about the warka tree is not just how big it is above ground, but but what's happening underneath the ground. Because the root system for the warka tree is absolutely enormous. In fact, it covers 10,000 Uh, square meters or a hectare of of grounds. Now, if you're like me, you have no idea how big a hectare actually is. So let me try to uh, uh, put this in perspective for you. Think of an athletics track, you know, the 400-meter oval. Um, The the entire area inside that athletics track is about one hectare of ground. So if you planted one of these warka trees, right smack dab in the middle of the field inside an athletics track, over, give it a couple hundred years and those roots would literally cover the entire field area inside the track. That's how big its root system is. So why does the warka tree have such a vast network of roots? Well in many ways it's because it's such a a, a long-living tree. You know, given the right soil and the right climate and the right uh, conditions, the the Warka tree can live for hundreds of years, and so its roots just continually grow. And and that's something about roots is that they never stop growing. Throughout the whole life of the tree, the roots are always pressing out into new areas. And the reason is because uh, roots, one of its essential functions is to provide uh, food, nourishment, and water for the tree. It absorbs minerals in the ground and water in the ground that are essential for the tree to flourish. Now, what's the application here? (laughs) The lesson of the work of tree is really the lesson from from all roots, and, and that is this. What's happening under the surface is essential for what's happening above the surface. And that's what I love about this whole analogy of roots in our spiritual lives is that, you know what? Roots grow in places that we can't see. Uh, there's this vast network of, of the, the, the tree that we can't even see. is all happening below ground, and, and it grows slowly, and it grows over time, and, and it takes a long time to develop. But the strength of the tree, the health of the tree is really based on the health and strength of its root system. And it's the same for us spiritually. Our spiritual lives, the strength of our spiritual life, is really based on the the, the depth and the strength of our root system. How well we've put down our roots into Jesus. And and the implication is that, that all the nourishment and the nutrients that we need for our spiritual life can be found in Jesus. I mean, think about that. So many times we're, we're so aware of what we're lacking, but I believe what this passage is telling us is that all that we need, even in this time of real hardship, can be found in Jesus. It doesn't matter what we're facing, all that we really need to flourish in God, to flourish spiritually can be found in Him. And that's why Paul, when he was writing in Philippians, uh, made this famous statement, or, or uh, it's a verse that I've known since I was a little boy, that I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In that passage, what he's saying is, I have access to all the resources of heaven. I have all the spiritual nourishment I need through Christ. I have strength to overcome every obstacle. And he went through a lot of obstacles. So it doesn't matter what you're facing today. You know, you might be facing you know, this global pandemic. You might be facing the loss of a job. You might be facing difficulties in your marriage. You might be facing uh, an, an addiction that you're trying to overcome or a depression that, that just seems crippling at times. But, but the promise of God's word is that all that you need is found in Jesus. And if you'll just put your roots down into him, he will nourish you and sustain you to help you overcome. And I love that these root systems, they never stop growing. And the same is true in our spiritual life. You know, there's, as long as we're on this earth, uh, we haven't arrived yet spiritually. There's always new frontiers for us. There's always new ways that, that we need to grow, that God's developing us and, and shaping us to look like Jesus. And you know i've been following jesus now for over 35 years and 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 the older i get the longer i've uh, walked out my faith the more i realize how much further i have to go And, and that might sound discouraging but actually i think it's encouraging that there is so much more available for us that we have yet to experience so what does it mean to draw our nourishment from jesus I think really it means, you know, the spiritual disciplines of prayer and reading your Bible and fasting and and, uh, uh, worship and silence and solitude and being out in nature. All those kinds of things can help nourish your soul. But really, I think it's also about just living that life of surrender, of saying, you know, Jesus, you are my all in all, and I'm going to turn to you as my source of strength and hope no matter what I'm facing. Well, the second tree I want to talk to you about is the uh, giant redwood tree. You've probably heard of these. They grow in Northern California. They are the largest trees in the world. In fact, the tallest of them uh, is just staggering. It's 115 meters tall or 378 feet, I believe. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's impressive. But again, it's kind of hard to kind of think about the scale of this. But, but think about it this way. The tallest tree in the world at 115 meters is 14 meters taller than the tallest building in Sheffield, which is St Paul's. That's a 32-floor building. From those of you, for those of you who aren't uh, from Sheffield, so if you just want to put this in perspective, sometime go down to the train station, look at St Paul's, and and just think the tallest tree in the world is 14 meters taller than that. It's it's just mind-boggling. But what's amazing about these California uh, these redwood trees is that their their root system is not quite what you'd expect. I mean. For a tree that tall, you would think that the roots have to go way down into the soil in order to anchor it to keep it from falling over. But the the, the giant redwoods have a surprisingly shallow root system. In fact, um, most uh, roots go anywhere from 6 to 12 feet deep. It's not that deep for a tree of that size. And the roots spread out from the tree, from about 50 to 80 feet all the way around the tree. And and but by itself that wouldn't be enough to sustain these trees to anchor them and keep them from falling over for hundreds of years. And many of these trees, these giant redwoods, are twelve hundred years old, which is again just mind-boggling. But the way that the the California that the, the uh, giant redwoods manage to stay upright and keep from falling over is they they grow in clusters <laughs> and, and, and their, their roots intertwine and interlock with the roots from other trees. So they're not just relying on their own root system to keep them upright. They're relying on all the other trees around them to keep them upright. And so actually the, 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 uh, the degree of strength that they draw from these other root systems allows them to withstand strong wind storms and anything that would come their way. It's they literally hold each other up. So the spiritual application of the of the uh, giant redwood is that if we're going to put our roots down into Jesus, it means putting our roots down into community. You know, a lot of us, you know, we think about like we've talked about this a lot lately the importance of community and how essential it is in our spiritual lives. And in our world right now, we value independence. We, we value being able to stand on our own two feet. But, but actually, the Christian life is meant to be lived in the context of community, as I say so often. And and just like these redwoods hold each other up, we're meant to support one another. That We're meant to hold one another up. And these just as these redwoods would never reach their massive height on their own, we'll never become the people of God that we're called to be on our own. We've got to have others that link up with us, that are supporting us and we're supporting them if we're going to become the people of God that we are called to be. What does it mean to support one another? Well, I I think that means that, you know, it means having people in your lives that you're doing life with, that you're praying for and they're praying for you, that you're encouraging and they're encouraging you, that you're willing to challenge, like John uh, DeCroiter spoke about a few weeks ago, willing to challenge and, and, and you're willing that you're willing for them to challenge you. It's people that you just do life with. See, that is the, the context in which we're gonna become the, the fullness of what God has intended us to be. Community is essential and putting our roots down in Jesus means putting our roots into community. Well, the final tree I wanna talk to you about this morning is the Chinese bamboo tree. And this is a fascinating tree, it's very unusual. Um, Most trees, as you know, when you plant them in the ground, they grow uh, incrementally. Every year, they grow a little bit. And uh, eventually, after a couple decades, they reach their full size. But not the Chinese bamboo tree. It has a completely different pattern of growth. Uh, When you plant a Chinese bamboo tree in the ground, Nothing happens for a long time. In fact, four years pass without anything happening above the ground. Uh, There's no shoots, no sprouts, nothing, no indication that there is a tree that has been planted there. But in the fifth year, something really interesting happens. In a six week span, the Chinese bamboo tree emerges from the ground and grows to a height of 90 feet. In fact, scientists have studied this and they say it can grow as much as three feet in one day. It's the fastest growing tree on earth. And so what was happening in the ground for those four years, was it just dormant? Was it just kind of waiting for the right conditions? Well, no. What was happening was the tree was was alive and well. It was growing, but it was developing its root system first. It was spreading out so that it had the root system to support it when it suddenly had this growth spurt and grew 90 feet in six weeks. The application for us is, is pretty apparent, I think, and that is this. Just because nothing is happening above the surface doesn't mean that God, isn't, that, that God is doing nothing underneath the surface. Just because, just because you can't see anything happening above ground doesn't mean that God isn't doing, doing anything underground. And that's the, it seems to be the pattern of the kingdom. You know, if you read through the Bible, person after person, we see this pattern in their lives where where God speaks to them a promise, a a calling, a destiny in their lives, and then they, and and then everything seems to go the exact opposite way of what God just spoke to them. Think about Joseph. (laughs) God gave him this incredible dream in which God spoke to him, the destiny and the great calling and purpose that he had on his life. But then what happened? He spent the next decade or more in slavery and in prison. His life went the exact opposite way of what God seemed to be saying to him until all of a sudden he wound up in Pharaoh's palace and became second in command of all of Egypt. I mean, think of Moses. I mean, Moses seemed to have this sense that he was called to deliver Israel from uh, its bondage to Egypt. But what happened? He ended up in the Sinai Peninsula tending his father-in-law's sheep for 40 years before he stepped into that calling. Or think about David, same thing. He, he was a, a shepherd just tending sheep for many years before he ended up becoming the king of Israel. Or think about Jesus. We don't know anything about Jesus' 20s, but all of a sudden at 30 years old, he, he stepped into public ministry and brought, and, and brought salvation to all the world. Or think about um think about paul paul has this unprecedented encounter with jesus he's uh, he, he encounters him on the road to damascus and, and and god calls him he says i've got a calling for your life paul a purpose for your life but then paul disappears into obscurity for some uh, some people say as many as 14 years before he entered into the purpose and the calling of god on his life you see what's happening is that when god will speak to you he'll give you a calling but then He's got to develop the root system to be able to sustain you in the midst of that calling. He's got to develop what's happening underneath the surface so that, so that when, when you do suddenly step into that purpose and calling, you've got the foundation that you need to sustain you. Because I think, and I think that's the kindness of God to us. You know, think about the people that, that suddenly, you know, make it big at an early age or they win the lottery. So, many of it, so much of the time they often ruin their lives because they don't have the root system or the foundation that they need to be able to sustain it. So God in his kindness, he does speak purpose, he does speak destiny, he does speak calling, but there's a process of developing our root system so that we're able to sustain it when it finally comes. So Paul is challenging us to put our roots down into Jesus, to uh, draw nourishment for our hearts, and, and, and to make Him the anchor of our souls. So where are you at this morning? Are you feeling distant from God? Are you feeling apathetic? I mean, that's not surprising given the season that we've been walking through. But I wanna challenge you in this season that Jesus has all the nourishment that you need. The, the, the lesson of the tree is that is that what's happening underneath the surface is essential to what's happening above the surface, and so, so I want to encourage you to develop what's happening underneath the surface, in the hidden place where nobody can see what's going on, In those, those little decisions to, to um, spend time with God, to obey what He's challenging you to do, to, uh, to, to simply turn to Him when you're struggling, and to draw your nourishment from Him, your strength from Him. Now is the time to do that. And, and, and if you're willing to just press into God right now to put your roots down into Him, what you'll find is what Isaiah promised us in, in Isaiah 40 where he said, you will rise up on wings like eagles. You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. And I think that's the promise of God is that no matter what we're facing, He will give us the grace and the strength we need to walk through it. Or maybe today you're feeling isolated again, after the season that we've just walked through, that's not surprising. But the lesson of the redwood tree is that putting roots down into Jesus means putting roots down into community. And we've talked about this a lot recently, I know, but I wanna challenge you. Are you willing to get out of your comfort zone? Are you willing to, to dive into community with other people who are following Jesus, people that can come alongside you, encourage you, walk with you, strengthen you? Are you willing to, to lock arms with them so that you can become the person that God has called you to be? We need it. We all need it. Or maybe today you're feeling discouraged because all the things that you hoped for, all your plans, all your desires, they, they don't seem to be coming to pass. All the promises of God in your life, they just seem like every life has gone the opposite way. let's remember the lesson of the Chinese bamboo tree that that just because nothing is happening above the surface doesn't mean that God isn't working underneath the surface. And and maybe today the answer is just simply to say, God, I trust you and I surrender my timeline, I surrender my hopes, my dreams, my plans, uh, what I think your promises are for my life and I trust you with your timing for those things. Because he is trustworthy. You can, you can trust that His timing is perfect. And you never know when one of those suddenlies, just as, a, as the Chinese bamboo tree suddenly shoots out of the ground and grows 90 feet in, in just a, a few short weeks, you never know when that suddenly is gonna occur in your life and all that you dreamed of is gonna come to pass. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you that you invite us to build our lives on you and to put our roots down into you. Thank you, Jesus, that you provide for us the nourishment we need to live the life that you've called us to live. Lord, would you help us today to put our roots down into you, to make that choice to put our roots down deep into you, not just today, but give us the courage and the perseverance to make that decision day after day because it, it, it it's a progressive thing that happens over months and years and decades. Lord, I pray that we would be like people, uh, be like the psalmist wrote, people who are like trees growing by a riverbank, who, who bear fruit in each season and whose leaves never wither and who prosper in all they do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening today. To listen to more messages like this one, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk forward slash podcast. We are looking forward to seeing you soon.